Um, how are you, everybody? Good morning. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I actually thought I was going to try to do that whole thing in Hebrew because it's a, we're recording this actually on your Matzmoot, which is yesterday because you're listening to this now on Friday morning and I thought I would wear blue and white and I would do it the intro in Hebrew, but I got two chicken. So we're starting off with Boketob. Hi, everyone. It is so great to be back in the hot seat after being away for so many weeks before Pesach and Pesach and after Pesach. But now we're back and we've got a whole bunch of new shows coming at you. For those of you who don't know me and tuning in for the very first time, I am Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food related. I wrote two cookbooks. I give uh, cooking classes. I run kosher chop competitions. I love to travel. And I like to hear about your food experiences too. So I hope you'll tune in every week and hear from my amazing guests and cooking adventures and my kosher food traveling and... We'll have a lot of fun together. So um, keep those emails coming. You can always reach me at Naomi at NachumSiegel.com. You can follow me on uh, Instagram. What, what are we up to now? Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I kind of tossed out that Twitter stuff. I don't really do the Twitter stuff, but I do have Twitter. <laughs> um, so I hope you'll join me every week and we'll have lots of fun. I love your emails. And so many people reached out to me saying, Naomi, when are you coming back on the show after Pesach? But I had my kids here from Israel and we hadn't seen them in a long time. And my daughter, Eliana, who's doing her master's degree at Hebrew U, who met Aliyah in August, she's also came home for Pesach. So I don't want to think about anything but my kids and grandkids um, between while they were here. So now that they've gone back... <laughs> Yeah, a bit sad. Now I know what I did to my mother in Australia when I left and moved to America. Um, so uh, we're back in the hot seat. As I said, we've got an amazing lineup of, of, of shows coming up this spring session, as we call it. Um, today we're going to be having Brent Delman, the cheese guy. Remember, we, he's been on the show many times. He's brought us some incredible cheeses. And we are pairing it up. Because it's your Matzmo today with Karma Wines from Israel. We have Ronnie Jesselson joining us, and I didn't know that they know each other. So I said, to, I said, um, you know, I said to Brent, uh, well, I met, I met uh, Ronnie a couple months ago when I was doing a collab with Royal Wines, and I said, oh, I'd love to have you on the radio show, Israel Wines, yay! And then I always have Brent on the show, like every, like probably once a year, twice a year. Um, we have, it has been a while um, since he's been on the show, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have. Brent and Ronnie together and they're like yeah we're really good friends at home we live in the same neighborhood I'm like yay so I've got them on the show but just a little bit of a backup a catch-up between Pesach and now we've had such a crazy fun time cooking for Pesach and eating out um you know things are starting to open up a little bit more in New York so I just want to give a shout out to um one of my favorite restaurants uh to um cork and slice we had an, a few amazing meals there simply sushi guys they are and and uh, they are a sushi store commissary within a bunch of different supermarkets the one in the five towns is in Gomeglat and one in Cedarhurst and one in Woodmere Gomeglat. They have the one of the best sushis out there. And we were doing lots of sushi eating before Yontif because it's a really, you know, it's one of these things that you can just call up, you order, and they bring it to your house. The delivery was amazing. The sushi is so fresh. And it also comes like one giant big piece of fish in each 
sushi bite. Like they're not skimpy on the fish and lots of rice and little fish. We don't want that. We want a lot of fish and a little bit of rice. And they are just absolutely fantastic. So um, just a big shout out to them. Uh, Central Perk. Uh, we love you, Central Perk. Did lots of eating there. So, I, of course, I, mainly a lot of the neighborhood uh, restaurants that I was eating in. But really, just thank you to all the restaurants that have worked so hard in staying COVID friendly and now have outdoor dining. I love to hear from the restaurants. Reach out to me um, about your favorite restaurants so I can contact them and, and also share with everyone and all our listeners where they are and what, what I, outdoor dining. And I believe we're allowed to have, I don't know, the 50% capacity we're up to or full. I know it's not full capacity, but, you know, so we're really looking forward to uh, seeing all the restaurants up and running back in full swing. Um, and we're very excited. Okay, Brent has just arrived today. Everybody knows who's listening to this because it was yesterday that we recorded this which is, you know, right now in the present for me. We had terrible, crazy weather and poor Brent had such a long schlep getting to us. But we really want to thank Brent for coming. He's wearing his Celebrate Israel uh, parade t-shirt from 2015. The cheese guy, wow. So if you guys are on the YouTube channel, take a peek at his shirt. Um, the cheese guy. Before we talk about cheese, we're just going to have a quick. He's turning his. He's showing everyone his bright orange shirt. It needs to be yellow for cheese. <laughs> um, uh, just want to. Before we get into milkshakes, I'm just going to give a little shout out to um, the Aufschnitz beef jerky bits. These are not just the regular strips. They've come out with a brand new product. I'm going to try to feature a new product every week of something that I love. So if you've got a new product. Or a product that you love, let me know so I can check it out as well. So you can reach me at Naomi at NachumSiegel.com or on Instagram. Um, but guys, this is really cool. It's little tiny bits of beef jerky and you can throw it in a salad, a soup. I'm going to be actually writing some recipes for them. I really love their product. So go check them out. If your supermarket does not have the jerky bits, they probably have the jerky pieces, the regular Aufschnitz one. But if they don't have the bits, tell your manager to get them. I know when I need something from Gomeglat, I just tell the guys at Gomeglat and they're very happy to accommodate and getting them. But this is really delicious. Um, so go, and it's no, no nitrates. So I think that's definitely an added bonus. A natural smoke flavor, uh, garlic powder, smoke, smoked paprika, chipotle spices, celery juice, like really natural ingredients. And I really love it. It really adds a lot of flavor boost into your foods. Okay, so I'm just going to leave that aside. I just had to give them a shout out. So I'd love to hear from you about your favorite ingredient or favorite product that you like to put in your recipes. <sighs> that was quite a long intro. I'm just so happy to be back here. Hi, ZK. How are you? How are you there? How, how was Pesach? Yeah, you had a good Pesach. Cooked a lot? Cooked a lot. Ate a lot? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I was on a program with... Um, Bruce Backman at Pesach in the northeast, southeast. They called it southeast. Uh, in South Carolina, it was really nice. I did cooking classes and um, chop competitions. And we had a – for me, Taubin Fern was there. She's actually going to be – she's a fashion blogger who's also a huge foodie. She's going to be on the show next week with Shifra and Shlomi Klein of Flashik's magazine. So there's really a lot going on. We're going to talk to some of the restaurants and cookbook authors this season. So hope you'll stick with us. Um, and I'm so excited. I probably said a hundred times I'm so excited, but I really am. I think it's been so long. I miss everybody. Okay. 
All right, guys, so let's get started with Ronnie. Ronnie Jesselson, how are you, Ronnie? I'm doing great. Welcome to Table for Two. It's great to be here with the two of you. <laughs> We're very happy to have you. Brent, welcome also. Thank it's, you, Naomi. It seems like it's been a long time, hasn't it? I know. I was just telling the, the listeners that we used to come on the show a lot. And it's just been a long. It's been a long time. Also, I think Corona like just put like a big thing in the middle there. There's we like did, a time warp. Or time something. warp, like uh, yeah. It, it's like five years got. You know, it was it was really only one year, but. Right, right. Yeah, so so I'm really glad to have you on the scent, especially like Shavuot is like not that far away. We're in the countdown mode for Shavuot, so we've got to talk cheeses. So I thought we'll do cheese and wine, and especially today Israeli wines. Um, and it's great to be here with Ronnie as well. Hey, your neighbors. Yeah, thanks for getting us to hang out. <laughs> That's great. Do you hang out at home? Yeah. Shabbos? Occasionally for a good football game or something. Ah, what teams do you guys go for? Ohio State. OH. Are you impressed? Not bad for an Aussie. I've been down to the field. (laughs) Have you? Yeah, yeah. I was on book tour in Columbus um, for my cookbook, and I got a tour of the football field. Of the horseshoe. Of the of the shoe. Wow. Not the horseshoe, the shoe. I know the terms. Yeah. And I learned, I learned, I learned. So when I I did my class, I learned that before on the tour, I learned about my with my friend. Um, So she taught me that. O-H-I-O. And then when I, that night, I was my cooking demo. So I taught them, I, so I called out O-H and they went I-O. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to teach you an Aussie Australian um, barrack. We call it a barrack. What do you call it? A chant or something? Chant. 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 We yeah. call it a barrack in Australia. So I went Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And they, and I taught them, then they had to say, oi, oi, oi. Ah. So it was very funny. So we're learning everyone's football chant. So it was very funny. That sounds like it could be Jewish too. I, yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. So actually, it was Ali, Ali, Alison Barnett, who uh, Alison Gutwax, who's sure. who's from, you know her. So she lives in Ohio. So I actually stayed with her when I went to do the book tour, and she and her mother took me down to the field. It was oh, fantastic. Wow. Yeah, parents took, took me on a big tour of Columbus. A lot of great kosher food things going on in Columbus. Really? Yeah, yeah, just like fun, fun things. First of all, the block and wedge, which ships my products out, is out of Columbus. Really? Yeah, and, and Allison, obviously, and um, you know. Uh, Graders, graders, the, yes. the the ice cream. Graders ice cream is incredible, and they and they found, ship. You yeah. should get this on your radar. Yeah, talking yeah. about different. Allison, kosher. why didn't I know about this? <laughs> graders ice cream is incredible. Really, They're, I think they're blackberry <gasps> chocolate oh, flavor yes. or something like that. Uh, Wait, I mean, I we went to the ice cream. Do you have an ice cream store? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we went to the ice cream store. Of course, yeah. of course. I, I think I actually had two. <laughs> I, I've got it on my Instagram. I'm going to go check that it's the right one. It's a, like a really old-fashioned ice cream store. Yes, of course. Okay. Um, we went, she took me to a few places, but there was no like, there's no restaurant there. No. There was no restaurant. But we, I didn't need one because I was eating at Allison. So. But the people are very creative. Yeah, I love them. Okay. So. And another last thing about it is this winery. One of the owners lives in Columbus. Okay. So while it's an Israeli winery. It's a got a partner in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Columbus, Ohio today. So really, Ooh. yay! I'm going to send Bucks. this to, to, to Allison. Buckeyes. I learned all about Buckeyes. I never. <laughs> I love to travel and I love to see all this. I'm going to Kentucky and Indiana in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to get. I'm trying to get oh, to all 50 nice. states. So, all right. So let's talk about um, some wine. So, um, what do you do for caramel wines? So for starters, I wear a lot of different hats. Okay. Uh, I'm wearing a blue hat today, but I. Do everything from strategy, marketing, education, um, sales, but uh, 
basically, I love what I do. I have one of the best jobs in the world. Isn't that awesome to hear? Yeah. Not only am I in the food and wine space, but I'm representing Israel. So every day... Doesn't get better. Yeah, I'm plugged in. And when I do work trips, not only do I get to hang out with people like you, but I'm hanging out with a winemaker in vineyards and get a sample wines and, and... yeah, life is really good. So when I go to Israel, you can hook me up with one of the wine guys. Totally. Oh, yay. VIP. Okay, so so Karma Wines has been in the business for a very long time. I mean, you say Karma Wine, you're like, you know. Yeah, it's not OG only, of kosher wine. Yeah, it's not only the iconic brand of Israel, meaning the biggest brand today, market share, but it's the first company in Israel. So talk about Yomat's mood. 19, 1882 was when it started, so... We are talking about Israel's only 73 years right. young. <laughs> right. 1882, the, it's the, the first Aliyah was around then. Exactly. So we're talking about the, the OG, first, the OG. Yeah, the first company. I mean, Ben-Gurion, Levi Eshkol, those are two prime ministers who worked in the winery itself. Oh, first telephone lines, first train tracks. I mean, a lot of first things. So it's, uh, it's part of, it's not just the history of Israel, but it's the history of Israeli wine. Right, that's fantastic. I love hearing about the history. So who formed this winery? So Baron Rothschild was the founder. Okay. And it's a great example of you can give a man a fish or teach him how to fish. And he really, he owned some of the most famous and well-respected wineries in the world. Lafitte Rothschild, I mean, those bottles go for over $1,000. Wow. What, what kind of wine is it? It's Bordeaux, uh, French wine, so it's a blend of, like, Cabernet and Merlot. Is it really? Come on. Oh, oh, just me and the listeners. Is it really that good? I haven't had any yet. (laughs) (laughs) But Anyone out there had some? I bet you Simon's had some, Simon Jacobson. Possibly. Simon Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he started it, and it's a great story because it it brought winemaking back to Israel for 800 years uh, the Muslim crusade, they chopped down vineyards, and yeah. this brought the art. I mean, our Tanakh is full of ancient winemaking, and we brought that art back. And now we're seeing this wine revolution. Where yes, Israel's renaissance. Gone, yeah, total renaissance. It's gone from 20 wineries to almost 300 plus. And Carmel is a leader in that space, and we're really, we're really proud of, of it. Wow, I've, I've I've been to quite a few wineries in Israel. Um, do, the, is the Camel got a open for a visitor center? Oh, it, ha- it has an incredible tour. You have to go. Okay, it's unbelievable. Going to the to the wine cellars in Zichron. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. That it was oh. built by these experts. Rothschild sent these experts from Lafitte Rothschild to make cellars there and to do all these incredible things that you can't rebuild. Wow. Okay. I'm going to yes. definitely, like, Israel's opening up soon, so we're going to be able it's to. A, it's a must-see. And you it's in like... Zichron Yaakov, just so people know geographically, which is near Caesarea. It's probably 20, 30 minutes north of Herzliya. So if you're going from Tel Aviv, about 45 minutes, and from Jerusalem, maybe an hour or so. But um, great stuff to do in the area also. Caesarea is beautiful. Yeah. So. You know, how, how did they pick? You know, they just get into Israel, right? It's 1880-something, you know. They come, they've schlepped from Europe, escaping all kinds of crazy persecutions. They're like, we're here in the Golden of Medina, right? Mm-hmm. Let's p- open up a winery here. How did they know that the Tawah was good? How did they know, like, 
You know, because now we know the Golan is amazing mm-hmm. terroir, the very basilic, yeah. basilic, right? Yeah. I, learned, I learned that word from, um, we had one of the winemakers come in from, with Jay Booksbaum, and he said basilic is, was it bas? I know only in Hebrew. What's basilic in, in, in English? Basilic. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. The yeah. rock. It's the rock. Yeah, um, I mean, there's volcanic rock. Volcanic rock, rock is then, basilic uh, rock. And then there's Terra Rosa. There's all, all the... But ha- right. So how did they know that this region was going to be... So the reason... Uh, they set up two headquarters. They set up one in Zichorn Yaakov. And they set up one in Rishon Litzion. Now what's funny about the Rishon Litzion location is the city ended up growing around the winery. Yeah. And the winery was in the middle of what would be considered the third largest city in Israel. And it's an example of how... Tel Aviv and Rishon Lezion kind of merged. Mm. But Zichor Yaakov, I think they chose it because the terroir there, the Galil, it's just excellent for growing wine. And the Golan wasn't part of, uh, it was still part of Syria then. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, knew, I mean, I knew it wasn't part of Israel till 1967. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, but um, the Galil has incredible terroir. And um, what's really cool is some of the wineries... And some of our vineyards even have ancient wine presses there from back in the day, from the Tanakh. I think I must have gone there in seminary because all oh, this is coming back to me. Is there a sundial there? Um, possibly. I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm having some flashbacks from 30-something, 1989. Like, I probably got some of my photos here in New York. I'm going to go to see if I can dig them Carmel. out. Wow. That we went to the Carmel Winery because... Mm-hmm. Even 30 years ago, which is half of Israel's life. In the 80s, there was nothing. Sounds like an amazing seminary. <laughs> yeah, right? They took us to a winery. <laughs> well, you should know on birthright, we go to, we go to uh, wineries also. We went to, uh, I can't remember, up north somewhere. But what's special about wine? Uh, the Golan Heights Winery now. Uh, wine pairs so well with cheese and pairing food and wine. Wine can make food better. It brings people together. But I think the real magical thing about wine is more than any other product, it brings you to the vineyards. When you're opening up a bottle of Israeli wine, you're essentially so connected. That word terroir you mentioned, like as Jews, we love drinking wine and, and making special blessings on wine, Bore Priyagafen, but it not only brings us together, it brings us to that vineyard and that country and that specific place. So I think when we talk about it, you're talking about when you went to these vineyards and wineries and seminary, but the cool part about when you open a bottle of wine, you're always you should always think of where it came from and try to appreciate that that's what you're tasting. The t- right, the taste of the land, the exactly. climate, and the whole terroir, and a little transportation back in, not back in time, but you know, transportation to another place. And in Corona, when you can't really get on a plane so much, uh, so drink like you're in another place. Go around the world. You know, it's essential. Been it's an essential item. Wine. You know, it didn't close down, or else it'll be prohibition. You know. <laughs> or drink around the world. Or right? drink around the world. You know, I said my motto in life is see the world one bite at a time. Nice. Right. So you can do it one glass of wine at a time. And let's talk about some of the cheese stuff because I think. The only way to make wine taste better is when you have good food. Okay, good like so let's bring in Brent into the conversation. Let's back it up if for those that have got a lot of new listeners. Brent has been on the show before, but let's catch people up to what you do um, and how you got to start your company. Okay, 
So my my brand is called the Cheese Guy. Literally, like he's all about cheese in the name. He's the, the Cheese Guy. The shirt and the whole uh, yeah the whole the whole thing the whole getup. So uh, I started I started the company about uh, almost twenty years ago now. Amazing. And um, I used to I. Didn't grow up in a kosher home, and I remember, and I became kosher 20, almost 30 years ago, and uh, I've been in the specialty food business for for that long as well, and I remember uh, just feeling like uh, we didn't have some of the best uh, things that I remember growing up as a child, um, and and some of my goal has been to bring that to the kosher palate, and uh, specifically cheese. I'm not a big carnivore. Uh, but I do love cheese. I love dairy and uh, all kinds of vegetarian dishes. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it's been a it's been a challenge, but it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. And when I first got into the into the business, there wasn't a fresh mozzarella that was kosher. There weren't sharp cheddars. Some of the basic things that are available in the non-kosher world. And um, so I've listened to the demand of consumers and tried to expand and bring new products to the market every year and uh, it's, it's just been great. I also like you have had the wonderful opportunity and like you to be able to travel around the world to go to some awesome places and, and partner up with people who work with the land, the terroir as we say the taste of place is just uh, you know to bring that to here where we can sit down and talk about at a at a you know a table the three of us together in in long in long island and uh yeah not not back at the studio yet hopefully soon next season so yeah it's it's a phenomenal thing so you can you, you feel you feel where it came from especially with wine and with cheese and also with with meats and different things like that you know you can almost you, you taste the place or you taste you know i like love it taste the, the place yeah. oh and in, in this case, you know, there are, there are some things that we, we often describe as being almost gamey, some of, the, some of the ways we describe it. So you can, you almost taste like you're on a farm. Some people don't feel that that's a good thing. Right, but right. I love goat cheese. When I saw him open up the goat cheese, I'm like, oh yeah, today's going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's, that's, that's pretty much how I got started. Um, and thank God, uh, it's, it's, the business is uh, going real well. And uh, even through, uh, through the whole... A pandemic um, because people are are not eating out in restaurants and I feel bad and I've tried to my wife and I try to get out to restaurants and support the the, the small business owners and the restaurateurs yeah, it's, it's and been. everything but you know since that has been the case people are eating at home more uh, so my products are available in stores and uh, and and it's been a boom it's really <laughs> for you really I'm yeah, so yeah. happy yeah, yeah yeah no it's it's been a it's been a great year business-wise. Baruch Hashem. So, you know, I look yeah. for similar, the silver similar line. Similar with wine. Yeah. We've had a great year, but again, we feel bad for the restaurants. You know? Yeah. yeah. The, re the distribution of food is gone from being the restaurants to the shops. Like even yeast last year, you couldn't get yeast because it used to go only to the bakers and now people were baking at home and then they That's ran right. out of the, the uh, household size yeasts. Because I was buying it so much, mm -hmm. so it, yeah, all that has changed. But but in a in a good in a good sense in a good way, it's gone to the home, right? So people, like you said, they're baking at home. They're I'm sure your cookbook sales have. I I, I like to been. think so. I well, I did a hundred and one. I just literally finished my hundred and one hundred and first 
Zoom cooking class. Wow. I never would have done 100 cooking demos in a year in person, but 101 on Zoom. Crazy. Phenomenal. Wow. And, and going strong. Still have more. I've Now I'm doing a lot starting now the weather's getting nice to do outdoor events, but mm-hmm. it's – and once people are vaccinated, you know, I'm not going there. I'm not even talking about it, but just um, – people have very strong opinions about vaccination, so I'm like, oh, let's not go there. Um, that, that things will open up again, like more and more and more, you know, I, that you don't need to quarantine when you come back into New York after being in a different state. Israel's going to hopefully, they say it's in herd immunity now. Like, I feel like it's getting a little better. Yeah, and I think for the record, all, all of us have been vaccinated. Oh, right? yeah. So yeah. Just yeah. throwing it out there. Yeah, it yeah. Out there. We are, yeah, we are we're vac- yeah, vaccinated. I had corona a year ago and I still had my antibodies. And I still got vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah, same here. But uh, yeah, so no, in terms of uh, for business, it's it's been uh, you know it's we've done very well, and it's I'm also so happy for uh, you. thank you, mm-hmm. and it's also like enabled. <laughs> thank you, Naomi, and and it's also <clears throat> excuse me, en- enabled us to bring new products to the market because people are receptive to it. They're lo- yeah, they're looking to do fun and interesting things at home, and before this Pesach, um, <clears throat> for the first time, I brought in some French cheeses. I coordinated with some French producers. We brought in an Emmental, which is really like a French Swiss. Do we have any here? None of that, but I do have raclette. Oh, my gosh. Brent sent that to me before Pesach. It's amazing, 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 amazing. I made a cheese board. We were away for the first days in Cholomite, but we're home for second days. So on the first days, Bruce Backman has some of your cheeses at his program. Okay. And um, I made a cheese platter on uh, one day for lunch, the first day for lunch of second days. Everyone went crazy. The raclette oh, is wow. amazing, amazing, it's amazing. incredible, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. I've never seen it it's before. A, it's, not, it's not for everybody. It's, it's pungent. It can be what, what's considered, you know, the uh, it's very creamy, which is nice. Yeah, nice I found on the it palate, very nice creamy. Texture, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to the specifics okay. of that in, in a little bit. We're going to drink it. So should we? Eat cheese. All right. So why don't we explain to us what we've got here? We're 26 minutes into the show. We haven't had a bite of food yet. I'm dehydrating. <laughs> you know, they tell me I'm on a diet. Drink, drink, drink. I'm like, what, rosé? They're like, no water. I'm like, oh, today will be rosé. <laughs> So okay. uh, all right, let me let me pass this around and okay. then we can we can combine the two. So ZK, are you uh, going? Yeah, with he's like, when is the cheese going to come? In? I don't so, care about being late. I just want to eat. Just to let you know, this is uh, this is a new product as well. It's a honey goat cheese. Ooh, goat cheese made with uh, some honey crystals. There goes the diet. And, uh, I'm no, on it. Actually, 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 goat cheese. Goat it's, cheese it's is very fair, easy on the belly, right? Yeah, it's fairly low in fat, relative, okay. relatively speaking. So, um, and it's on, That's my and it's on a cheese guy cracker. He makes his so, own crackers. I love that. So, yeah. So that these, was very these, smart. These, these are Good produced, business move. Thank you. Yeah. They, these are, these are produced for me under, with my label and my recipe. They're made in uh, Southern Italy. So. Oh my the, God. So the wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. The wonderful thing about that, I think you guys tell me your, some of your feelings on it, but, but with goat cheese, one of the, one of the. So typically, goat cheese is either people love it or they don't like it. There's not much in between. No, it's but a love-hate. Right, right. That's like right. dark or lamb, you know. That's right. Oh my god! So, that's so what amazing. this what this does is the um, the honey sort of brings down some the of the, the acidity and the gaminess of a, of a goat cheese, and it. Um, Everything's so good about it. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> 
cheese to the crackers, everything. ZK Fantastic. is a food expert from listening to 100,000 shows that we've done. <laughs> this is amazing. So what are we drinking with it? So we're drinking rosé. Okay. And rosé has become all year long. Rosé all day. Rosé all day. It can. Eat, it's not just a chick's drink. It's brosé. Oh, I mean, really? I never heard of that one. That. We love rosé in this And house. I think that rosé is almost... It's not competing with wine as much as it's competing with beer. And rosé is just fresh, mm. refreshing. And here, this rosé from the Appalachian line, you're going to get some almost raspberry and okay. then some lime on the end. And it complements the cheese so well. Okay, so how do we do it, this? We swirling? It, it really does. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the way the honey complements the cheese, then you follow it up with the rosé, and it's just... The fruit is coming out. Okay, the acidity is there. So the thing you were asking about what to do, always smell your wine. Yeah. Get your nose involved because that's <sighs> so important. Take a few smells. And, and the way these glasses are designed, your, your nose can fit in the glass. Did, okay, did you have some of this? Not yet. I'll, I'll get to it. We have a glass there for you. I know you're not allowed to show your face. You're like the, right. the mom from the Muppets. <laughs> You're aging yourself, mate. <laughs> okay. But um, appreciate the color. I'm going to make the bracha. Look how beautiful. Amen. L'chaim. Amen. Um, special yeah. bracha. Yom Atzma'ot. To Israel. L'chaim. L'chaim. To many, many more years. Safe. Peace. Happiness. Amen. Yeah. It actually goes to talk about how me and Brent met. Um, because I was a, a soldier in the army. We're going to talk about your son. One thing you should know about Brent is as t- when people ask me, like, what was it like to be a soldier? You were a Chayal Boudet? I was a Chayal Boudet. I left America, left my family, and went to the army there. And, like, people are like, what was that like? And I'm like, it was toughest for my parents. It wasn't tough for me. And Brent's an example like that because his son, Ariel, was in an elite unit. Yeah, well, I was just going to ask you how it And doing. as tough as it is on the, on the, on the kid, it's way tougher on the parents, and uh, so you're, you're, being, you're being very what's the word direct and honest. Very, no, well, and very modest, and what what you went through. Well, I'm now a dad, so I can say, <laughs> and I can't even imagine. Know, as as you can see, there's a mutual admiration uh, society here. That's but, great. Uh, but um, you know, Ronnie Ronnie does a lot of work on behalf of um, soldiers uh, who have suffered. Uh, Emotionally and otherwise, uh, for, with PTSD and different things. So um, amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, not only serving, but um, continuing to serve the, for the IDF. Um, and that's uh, that's also one of the best parts about Yom Atzmut. You have Yom Hazikaron right before, where as Jews, you know, it's almost like how we take the you know the wine out of out of, out of the glass in uh, in the seder to yeah. to really feel bad for the Mitzrim, what they had to suffer with, because we, 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 we appropriately, you know, take the time to commemorate the suffering first, and we go straight into the joyous uh, holiday, because um, Yom HaZikaron is a really depressing and tough day. Yeah. And it goes like that right into the celebration. Right. It's a very quick turnaround within yeah. minutes, you know, you how is your son so, doing? He's doing great. Where he's is doing he? Great. What's he up to he's, now? He's living in Tel Aviv. He's uh, he just got in. He was here for a few months, 
And uh, he went back. He's in business school at Bar-Ilan. Oh, he's, oh my he's daughter's in, at Hebrew U. Oh, very nice. He's in their uh, business, MBA program. Oh, so nice. And uh, I, my daughter is also now living in Israel. <gasps> She's working for, uh, for a tech firm. She's also living in Tel Aviv. So and, we've uh, got, you've got two kids in Israel I and do. I've got two kids in Israel. Wow. And where's your other one? So one is my Ellie who's here in the house. She's uh, doing a master's at Hebrew U in non-for-profit management. And then uh, my older daughter who's married, um, with her, she and her husband and daughter made Aliyah a year and a half ago, and they had a baby a few months ago. Oh, yeah. Tov, Mazel yeah, it was tov. very nice. Our first boy. Wow. Because um, we have only girls and granddaughters, and now we have a boy. And then they were just here for Pesach, and they all went back. The married kids went back yesterday, the day before yesterday. I don't know even uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, and Ellie's going back on Matzah Shabbat. Wow. So back to Israel. So it's going to be very quiet. The house is going to be clean. I left my, should know, my kitchen was clean this morning, spotless. Okay, they, by the time they made themselves their gourmet breakfast, gourmet lunch, gone mess again. <laughs> but I love having them home and I'm so proud that they made Aliyah. It's like my heart bursts. Well, fry, but I miss them. It's hard. Congratulations to you. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to you and to, well, you have, your kids haven't made Aliyah, but you've done the army. So, like, thank you for your service. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's really. And it to bring, was, it sorry, was the ahead. best thing I did in my life, and now I have the yes. honor to be selling Israeli wines. A lot of people say don't buy Israeli goods. I say the opposite. Not Why only buy, you buy Israeli goods. Well, unfortunately, there's Jews and not Jews who oh. don't support Israel, and and I take the opposite approach because I say not only buy Carmel, but buy Israeli wine. Give Israeli wine as gifts to friends, whether they're yeah. Jewish, non-Jewish, religious, non-religious. But but I think Israel wine, Israeli wines are like one of the best in the world. They have such variety and such totally. complexities, and 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 it's it's they're, not. And you're not the only one who thinks that they're winning right. international awards. It's it's like a a thing, Israeli wines. Yeah. You know, but to bring one one thing uh, full circle. So my son actually today was on a Zoom with CTA, Columbus Torah Academy, uh, where I have brother and sister-in-law and nieces and nephews who, who attend. And uh, so he, he was on as a chayel, as a soldier, for, uh, for Yom Hatzmut. Oh, They're doing beautiful. Zoom from, from Israel yeah. to Columbus Torah Academy. Awesome. So it all goes back to Columbus. Yeah. And, and I know. We've made Columbus. Oh, they deserve it. They're a great community. Yeah, I, love, yeah. I love Columbus. So we're going to move on to the next cheese, I'm sure, in the next okay. wine. Yeah. Now, when drinking wine, don't be ashamed to spill or pour. Oh, it hurts my heart to do that. No, no, no. Ronnie. <laughs> it's, if I drank every sip, I would just be an alcoholic. So maybe I should save it for like my husband. You could do that, but you also can save for cooking. I cook with a lot of wine. Yeah, me too. And I say, I have a like a plastic container like this that I'll save in the fridge. I'll always cook with wine. But all different wines dumped in? Reds. I won't mix reds and whites together ever. Right. But um, The reds you can do? Yeah, and I'll also make sangria. I mean, but you can't be afraid of wasting. You need to be motivated to... The bracha Bore Puriaguffin is really a special bracha, and it is elevated. It's more important than shahakol. So it is one of the only items that we can make it on. It's grape juice and wine. So don't okay. be scared to okay. make that bracha. All right. I'm going to put okay. this in here. That's and let me my... show you one other thing about not wasting. We okay. just had rosé in this glass. Yeah. If I pour white wine in, it's going to almost be, again, pink or blush. Yeah. 
So not only when you dump it out, if you're going from white to red, yeah, you season the glass. So you'll okay. go like this. Oh, nice. Oh. And you're you're basically making sure that you don't want to do that with water. See, see, it's called washing. He's yeah. washing the glass with the white wine. You don't want to rinse with water. We're so fancy here. We wash in white wine. <laughs> and some people even season. Some sommeliers will cool. even season a glass right when they get it because they don't want the soap or the dishwater <gasps> residue. Yeah. Get out. Oh. Okay, let's do well, that. Let's season your glass. I'm seasoning my glass. This is a whole new. We've never done this on table for two. Seasoning yeah. in the glass. Okay. It really hurts me to dump it in. <laughs> no, that's you. It's about enjoying it. Yes, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. We talked about smelling. Yeah. Now another thing, I'll give a pointer is let it hit the back of your taste buds. Let it hit the Through back smelling? of your tongue. No, the tongue. When, when you're drinking, tasting. not the not the tip of your tongue. I'm not gonna stick on my tongue to show you. But let it, it will taste so much better on the back of your tongue than the front of your tongue. Okay. I'll take a little, just to. I like, you see that? He, he, do you hear that sound that he's making? Yeah, he's I don't wanna... aerating his, he's aerating his wine. Yeah. There you go. Just <laughs> you forgot me. Sorry. <laughs> okay. And with this wine, this is Sauvignon Blanc. Appreciate that it's really refreshing. Similar to the rosé, it's going to be. It's not a fruity, like, New Zealand-style Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. It's something... I know you're not from New Zealand. And I, it's I, your I, neighbor. I, yeah, it's my neighbor, and it's they have neighbor. such good terroir yeah. there. Okay, why does it say batch number 9343, and why does it say vegan? Two questions after we drink our wine. Okay, Ronnie, here we go. Ronnie, can I ask you... Now, you said... I'm, I'll sip you took. Let me give you a little bit more so you can appreciate so it. So, did, did you say it's not fruity? Um, so, I'm saying it's not overly fruity. Okay. It's not a... A New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc will be extremely fruity. Mm-hmm. Now, Isra- Israeli and uh, areas like New Zealand, when you have a, a warmer climate, you will get a lot more fruit on a Sauvignon Blanc. So here you're going to get a little bit of – there's almost two types. There's the fruitier and then there's the mineral, more mineral type. This is This has both. This definitely has the minerality, but the fruit on this is like a – Again, almost a, a citrus fruit. Yep. Well, I was going to say almost uh, maybe tropical mm-hmm. or something. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's delicious. It's very, so refreshing, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah, <laughs> this right? is really good. Yeah. Crisp. A little acidity. Yes. Yep. Another thing, though, is white wine is I, – I believe that when you're having cheese, white wine is the best friend. Red wine works, but I, I find that the white wine complements it and they're – they're just doesn't overpower it. It really gives it a nice balance. Yeah, I agree with you. And anytime you choose, if you're having one wine to and, and multiple cheeses, I would always go with a white mm-hmm. because it's very versatile. It can, uh, you know, especially something like this that's uh, a little bit sweet, a little dry. Um, yeah, it can uh, it can go with just about anything. Yeah, and I, sorry to correct you. I'm gonna say fruit, not sweet. Because okay. thank you, and and I, I hate to be annoying and correct people, but um, in the wine world, we want to be educated. It's yeah, okay. in the wine yeah. world, sweet is very different than fruity, and it's okay to be f- to have dry and fruitness, but don't yeah. confuse that with being sweet. Mm. And it's okay to also have a semi. One of the wines we're going to drink today is going to be a semi. But the last thing I want to say about rosé, and then um, I'm going to turn on turn it to you to talk about cheese. Rosé is actually red grapes mm-hmm. made in a white wine style, meaning 
It's red grapes, so it's like red wine that gets filtered really fast. So the skins is where you get the color from. In a red wine, the reason it becomes purple and dark color is because it sits with those skins, the skins of the grape a long time. But in a rosé, it's, it's un, under 24 hours. And um, another thing to think about is champagne. Champagne can be made from red grapes, but it's filtered right away, and champagne doesn't look red at all. No. Yeah. So, hmm. so interesting. So what rosé is, it's actually very similar to ancient wine that they were drinking back in the day. Uh, I think our ancestors were drinking wine like rosé a lot because they didn't have oak barrels always. Right. They weren't getting only this deep color. They would use ancient wine method press to make something like rosé, I believe. Right. Okay. So, I love are we learning nice. a little so, bit of te- back technique. Okay. What are we pairing? 20 minutes left. Let's see what so, we can knock out with cheese and wine. What are we pairing so, the Sauvignon so, so Blanc the, with? Yeah, this is not from the package. This is actually from the a big block. This wow. is the, the raclette. I figured, you Hold know what? Hold it closer to the camera so they can appreciate so, what that looks like. Okay, for those of you who are watching on our YouTube channel, guys, so, and if, if you're you, not, catch the show after. It's so if, fun. If you can see the, uh, the rind, the exterior, it's a natural rind. It's what's considered a washed rind cheese so the so the it gets i don't know if you all smelled it you know talking about you know our 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 sense of smell and our what's what's the uh technical term for i'm drawing a blank olfactory olfact thank you olfactory senses um our receptors olfactory receptors if they you know they're very often stronger because they evoke emotions they're stronger Mm -hmm. than our sense of taste because there's all kinds of psychological things that go into you can you can smell bed bre- bread baking that reminds you that takes you back to your mother's kitchen or your bubby's you know whatever and and or a restaurant so anyway or even yeah. a public pool yeah yeah Anything, yeah yeah absolutely memories right right of when you were so, a kid yeah, yeah. so uh, anyway don't forget, as as uh, Ronnie was mentioning, that uh, please use your sense of smell. I don't know if, if but do you also mind? don't be scared. If something smells bad, it doesn't mean it's going to taste that way. So you want me to smell you ready it? to? Yeah. Okay, it's good because we'll see. My nose has not fully recovered from my olfactory nerves, but here they smell great. Some things are stronger than others. Like some things I could not smell at all. I mean, smell your hands now. I mean, I can't. Yeah. So it's 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 what's what what you would consider to be not, not one of the stinkier cheeses. No, it's not stinky. But the um, cheese is but like it's more it is it is it, the rind pungent. tends to be pungent, and uh, and full full flavored. So um, here, if I I'm can, I'm excited for this. It's around. a French and, cheese. Uh, ZK, are you? Uh, oh yeah, he's like. I'm okay. only gonna have a little bit. So and and again, the rind, the exterior is going to be more pungent because it is washed rind and it's washed with bacteria. Okay, so a bacterial solution. I broke in in half and first went for the inside before okay. I went to the rind. Would you recommend against that? No. No, no, absolutely. It's uh, whatever whatever you're comfortable with. You and do you. <laughs> That's what the kids always say. So do, do either of you know what some of the traditional dish, French dishes are? Totally. To, to use uh, raclette? No, I never heard of it until you sent this to me. So um, raclette is... I had a, a buddy in the army who was from Geneva, from Switzerland, mm. and raclette, is, raclette as well as fondue is, is their national dishes. Mm. Now, raclette, it's incredible what they do. They kind of, they'll have like a, a wheel or half a wheel, and they will burn it 
and 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 then take that. You know when you get melty cheese cheese on like nachos. This is way more sophisticated than nachos. This is literally they're taking a like well, shavings and they're, Shave, yeah. so they're they're burning it and making it goo and then they're slicing it off on like a pile of potatoes and stuff. That's right. That's right. And you can do any vegetables. Uh, asparagus. Oh by the way, you know, just one one crazy asparagus thought. Asparagus. Yeah, absolutely. It should be amazing. I put it on asparagus, and you, Will you know, shave it on. Thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, so you melt it. I have it. a small can, machine. We're we're gonna have to. Yeah. There's you you heat it up and then you melt it. And you sort of shave it as it's melting, uh, so it just it just oozes over the asparagus? dish. Asparagus. Yep. Mind blown. One of the things I was thinking. I don't know if it's crazy, but the wine almost had a little. Yes, uh, that's some, why some I'm blown as, away asparagus by this. Notes. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, that's, wanna, that's, how, you will find that in Sauvignon Blanc. So you guys okay. are not making things up. Okay, good. Um, <sighs> so what I was going to say, also taste. This has almost a, a bitter, a little bit of a bitterness, right? Do you taste a little bit on of, the Rhine, especially? Yeah, yeah. So you taste that, and then follow it, follow it up with some of the not so sweet. Oh, and then the fruit's going to jump out. The fruitiness of, yeah. of the uh, Sauvignon Blanc, and this is and, so creamy at the same time. Yeah. Mm. So you can okay. picture melting it, right? That is okay. delicious, and I think it pairs so well. And you asked about vegan. Yeah, why vegan? Because it's actually vegan. And is it all wine not made with animal products? So, believe it or not, there will be sometimes egg whites in them, non-kosher. In what? In, in the wine. In Small kosher amounts. Wine? Yeah. Small amounts. Why? So, that would make it not vegan. Um, they're okay. using it. As an emulsifier, they're using it very small amounts, and um, here uh, we don't, and we consciously don't, and we want to then we're spending extra money to let people who are conscious about that know that it's vegan. Well, right, because I never saw that till recently on wine vegan. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I, I don't think it's on this, and this wine is probably vegan um, but as well. Like, why would you put like the reason we're putting it on is because not only is a trend to 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 be vegan, but Vegan people are as strict about being vegan as kosher people are right. about being kosher. So we want to offer them right. the knowledge. And and the a drop of egg whites can can make it um, – you're welcome to join us and drink and eat cheese. One of my daughters came by. <laughs> come on in. Come on in. Um, um, it's a good show to, to come into. <laughs> I'm sure each show is really good, but – Yeah, wine and cheese, you know. Um, One of the advantages of being at home uh, for your show, right? Yeah, home, right. Home, yeah, she's had studio. some good shows. She's had. She's been on some good shows. Um, but the, the egg whites emulsifies it. Yeah, it's there's what's even more complicated to know when people talk about non-kosher wine. Sometimes there could be tiny bits of shellfish or seafood. Um, so we're talking about tiny, tiny bits, but not all wine is always vegan. Right. So you just have to look out for yeah. that. And why batch number th 9343 is a special? I'm going to pretend that that is... Special. No, no, it's not special. That's just uh, quality control. Uh, oh, okay, cool. I never yeah. saw that in a wine bottle. I read a lot of labels. I love reading wine labels because I love when they tell a story of the winery on the back of the wine. Well, on that note, the selected line, we give a lot of good education here. Pairing, uh, temperature. Oh, it's cool. We it's make like it, a chart. Yeah, we make it really easy and fun to... But like this one here at I the back. Can I ask daughter if she agrees? You, you want to try it? So she's not going to try it. But you see how we make it really friendly and to just grab 
good pointers. But I like this on the on the rosé. It says for the past. Okay, I don't have my glasses. I just started eating glasses. For the past 140 years, Welcome we have constantly learning about the soil climate at and wine production in diverse in the diverse growing regions of Israel. Like I like when they talk about a story and what you know what they're all about. That's what you're all about. Yeah. Really? And the the idea of having us here and all of us telling together? Telling a story. Absolutely. We're telling the story of the cheese guy and caramel wines. Okay. Oh, I see Riesling. We have to just make sure we, we've got 12 minutes, so, guys. Okay. I'm, How gotta, much cheese and wine up. can we eat? We have two more cheeses and two more wines. So I've actually got three more. and uh, I'll, I'll, You go I'm, first. I'm, you I'm go gonna, first. I'm going to sort of slide an extra one in here. Ooh. And I don't know if this is... Uh, but I just, I just want it. It's running so good. I brought a smoked cheese. I love that cheese. <gasps> so I had it over Pesach. It's so good. So yeah, and and if you can see the the rind, it's a it's a natural naturally smoked cheese. So it's it's the real deal. Um, this this comes from Italy, smoked provolone, and it's smoked with hickory wood. Mm. Um, and uh, you feel Sounds like you're fancy. again uh, eating almost like you know what? I'm not going to give you so much rind. Let me whoop. Let me get uh, to some of the middle, but um, I don't know. Can you smell the aroma as I'm? Do you, do you get the? Yeah, the smoke. I mean, that's a barbecue. That's like right. it yeah. comes straight out of a barbecue. It's a bonfire. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's let's do a little bit of this, and and I also want to say, Brent sent this in the past to me. One of the reasons wine and cheese are meant to go to each other, because go together, is you have fermented milk. That's and right. fermented grapes. Exactly. That's and okay. So this go. is fermented milk that's then smoked. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and again, oh, this is don't so forget about that guy over there. Yeah. This sorry, is so sorry. smoky. Sorry. He wants the rind. You want the rind? I'll take the Oh my god! It's incredible. This so. is super strong. Can I say this is not to my liking? Yeah, okay. sure, you can I say find it. this, I don't love very heavily smoked meat either. Mm-hmm. So oh, here's the man. Come sit here. My husband is here. That's the advantage of working from home. <laughs> okay. Svi loves wine and cheese. You like that Can one? you make him... Isn't that you, amazing how taste is so... Um, what's, here, see, here, join the show. So welcome Svi Nachman to the set. Such an individual thing. Svi's going to join the set at table for two, okay? Is this the first time you're on the show? This might be the first time. Doing the show for nine and a half years. If she did wine and cheese every time, I'm sure you would come more often. I'd come all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hi, Tzvi. So, Everyone say hi, Tzvi. All right. Can, can, we give him, can we give him some? Well, I've got here a little bit also. But can we give him some of the, the goat cheese with sure. the honey? Absolutely. Okay. This is the, this is the smoked one. This is the raclette. Raclette. Yeah, we have this on Pesach. But eat that and then eat that. He's going to make you the other one. Okay. Goat, goat cheese on a cracker? Oh, yeah. That's right up his alley. Okay. He did tell me he was hungry before the show started, but I forgot. And while he's doing that. Sorry. I just got, well, I'm doing a show. It gets very busy. So provolone, by the way, is a, is a really good sandwich cheese. You know, we love to tell about yeah. how, how you can, so what that's you a, can do with each cheese. The other one was great for melting on vegetables and potatoes and things. This one is a great sandwich cheese. You could probably picture this in a grilled cheese sandwich or, you know, Kicking up anything. No, no, that was good. I just don't love the smokiness so, so much. But you have it without well, the if you smoke, gave right? Her, wait, if you gave yeah. her a piece without the rind, yeah, yeah, try, it wouldn't yeah. be as... Smoky. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you wanna... The second one I had was also very good. The raclette. Yeah. Yeah, that's a strong... So this is without the strong smoke no? edge. He likes the... Yeah. He likes... Yeah. He likes... It's not as present, right? Perfect. It's just a little hint. 
but still creamy I, and okay but you got to try this okay this is amazing all right so what have you got so there for me you got to try it with the sauvignon blanc yeah oh boy he's got to go back to it do you have to go back to work you don't have to go back to I work do. oh please this, you'll, you'll only work better <laughs> Okay, so what are we going to – you want to do another cheese and then we'll go to the sure, wine? Because yeah, we want to get in all those cheeses. Okay. So one of, one of the things that I like to try to do during our presentations and our shows is to bring in, bring in a big variety, right? So one of the things that we've done – so textures have been different. The first one was creamy, soft, fresh. The next one was a semi-hard cheese, the raclette, a little bit uh, – you know, a good melting cheese. The, the smoked provolone was a little bit more firm, mm -hmm. we call a semi-hard. And then this one is, and by the way, so the first one, obviously goat milk. The second two were cow's milk. This next one is from sheep milk. What we, is that we, one? It's pecorino al pepe nero. Oh, we had that on Pesach, means, right? Yes. yes. Oh, Pe pecorino, the word pecora means sheep in Italian. So this is a sheep milk cheese. Anytime you hear the word pecorino, it means it's a sheep milk cheese or sheep. And uh, so Pepe Nero is black peppers. Ah. So this this has you can see actual black peppercorns inside. Up, but I gotta tell you that last one was phenomenal. Did you? Oh, which what, one? The, the goat cheese. The, the, the goat, goat cheese, cheese is. And also with the wine. Awesome. Right? He's done. All right. One to go. One to go. Uh, Take one to go. Pepe Nero to go. Okay, sure. Sure. Yeah, you, <laughs> you had to twist his arm for that. It's our Yomatsumo Wine and Cheese Festival over here. Okay, now we're going to be drinking a Riesling. You sure you want to leave? I'll give him a splash. <laughs> and I'm doing this toy because we spoke about not wasting. Okay. So this what is... What is that? See this gadget, guys? This is a Corvin. It's an expensive toy, but if you don't like to waste, it pays itself Feet. back. Thank you. Okay. Oh, be careful. You drink some of that, and then okay. I'll finish it. And Riesling is the wine for wine geeks. We, we, love, is... we love Riesling. We are like Riesling nerds. So just so you were asking, what is this? Like, look. Well, it's like a needle that just takes in a little bit mm -hmm. of... And it, instead of oxygen, it's pumping in argon. It's pumping in what? A gas called argon. It's a noble gas. No? Yeah. No, I'm not, didn't do really science. was not my thing. I remember that from seventh grade. Yeah, right? Yeah, I, I did basketball. Periodic tables. Phenomenal. Very strong. Good. Yeah, it is. It's, it's an aged cheese. It's harder and uh, sharper. And it has the black pepper in there also. Yep, yep. And let me... It goes you, really you, well with this. Interesting. Also. Yeah. Okay. Riesling, is, Riesling is your friend to pair when you don't know what to do. Yeah. Sushi, Chinese... With black peppercorn? Yeah. Good. Black peppercorns. Riesling will be your friend. Okay, you'll have that. And I have Whoops, with the black peppercorn. I'm glad I came when I did. Yeah. Okay. That was so good. Very good. Okay. This is... Delicious. And, and again, as you as you notice, what what Ronnie and I have done is during a during a uh, formal pairing, you kick it up a notch. You you start out mild and you work work your way up to more intense. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. This is a little bit sharper, a little bit more firm, right? That is delicious, guys. So now we've done goat, cow, and sheep. Goat, cow, sheep. And what Brent's saying is, all McDonald had a farm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop. What did you ask me? Are kosher cheeses any time made out of yes. any other animal? Yes, that's a great question. And it's did it's you a, hear that, ZK? Could we hear that? Repeat it. <laughs> Repeat it. The question is, are kosher cheeses ever made from a non-kosher animal? No. 
other way around? Yeah. cheeses ever made from any of the animals that he did not mention? Yes. So in order to be kosher, in order for cheese to be kosher, it obviously has to It'd come from, from a kosher milk animal. of a kosher animal. Okay. So there are many other That's animals that produce mammals that produce milk that we do make cheese of. Not many, but there. So the the last one besides cow, sheep, and goat, Ronnie, bull. Uh, Bison. Buffalo. 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 Okay, Buffalo. I was Bull close. is a male cow. Yeah, yeah. That would be weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew, yeah, yeah, I knew you knew what it was. <laughs> Sorry with a B. <laughs> so, yeah, Buffalo. You didn't so identify. The yeah, right? traditional uh, number of years ago, I, I don't know if I brought it onto one of your shows, but a number of years ago, um, I, had, I imported water buffalo. Yeah, you had. Fresh mozzarella, fresh yeah. mozzarella yeah, from Italy. Yeah. And unfortunately, as a business uh, proposition, it didn't go all, go over that well because I had to fly it in. It was very expensive, and I don't think I could I have gone for the, you the and put, put put it in my hand luggage. <laughs> we saw them all in um, Yellowstone. There's tons and tons there. So it's a, so the water buffalo is different than the American bison, bison, but it but it is it's the same family. Um, but yeah, so the buffaloes, and there are water buffaloes in India, actually that produce a lot of buffalo, and in in. In uh, Israel, I think they're producing some uh, buffalo cheese. Yeah, they have good cheeses in Israel as well. So, yeah, yeah. So, buffalo is another kosher cheese. What um, about giraffe cheese? Yeah, <laughs> try to, <laughs> not, try not to milk yet. a giraffe. Yeah, right? Oh, God. <laughs> All right, come. We have one more cheese, one more wine. Thank you, Tzvi Nachman, for joining us. Wow, first time on Table for Two. Took nine years and a, wow. and a pandemic. <laughs> We're what, do you, what do you think of this Riesling, by the way? It's delicious. So we spread time. Everyone, there was a pause there. We're all drinking. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that was my first sip. Um, I don't know, green apples. Yeah, yeah, very crisp, nice. very, very nice, crisp, yeah, crisp, very refreshing. Yeah, but changes as you, you go along. And on the nose, um, it's already starting to get a little bit of the petrol. There's a little bit of burnt rubber, which is very, very small amount of it. And uh, with riesling, that's okay. Just like with cheese, if if it smells a little funky, it probably tastes better. So oh, Riesling, really? A Riesling a also. Same with Riesling. It might smell a little funky, but that's that's a good thing. Okay. What have you got? Any any last? So, all right. The last. Uh, what do we have? Ooh, like a minute. Yeah. Do you go, we got two minutes. Here's a. Uh, Matzmot special show. Special show. Well, okay. Let's make another lechaim. Okay, another lechaim for the state of Israel. Yes. An oral chayalim bodidim. And for not wasting this one, right? And for not wasting. And if I can mention before the end some of the thing, couple of things that I have going on. So farmers markets are now coming into season. While Ronnie's uh, opening the next uh, bottle, um, farmers markets in Riverdale, in Teaneck, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Mus- Muscoot Farms in Westchester. Uh, so I'd love to go to one where you're. On yeah, on Sundays. His setup is Thursdays. great. And I'd so love we, to. We have we have cheeses like this How that we're we? cutting fresh, fresh from the block. How do we find you, Brent, at a at a farmers market? So, will you post it on your Instagram so people can I see? Sh- I will. I will. You're, I I lack good You're, social media skills. You need to. Sure. <laughs> we know, talk I know, about. I know. I know. Um, so yeah. So every Sunday. Well, you make up for it in quality and cheese. So it's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my so, God, this wine is amazing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Good. Um, the the last thing I was going to mention. I'm going to start partnering up. By the way, Gourmet Glot here in town is a is a fantastic we, supporter of the cheese guy yes. brand cheeses and i'm going to be partnering up with uh with uh, breadberry in brooklyn and, and they have another new project going on and, and we're going to be making cheese boards and different things oh so. fantastic okay let's get this last cheese in passion fruit this is 
blast of passion fruit. Mm-hmm. Like right away, you can taste, see. So this is a Mediterranean smell wine. And passion that's, fruit. That's the Gewurztraminer Raminer in there. It's a blend, and it, and we're trying to create something that we think is Mediterranean. And um, can you send me yeah, some that's for Yes. This is amazing. It's amazing. Oh, wow. <gasps> we love passion fruit in this house. Just the aroma. Just smell well. this, Gabby. Yeah, the, the nose. I'm giving this to daughter Gabby. It's just yeah, right? fruity and delicious. Uh, guys. Okay. okay. Last, last but not least, um, three-year-aged Parmesan, Chal uh, Israel. It's domestic, made in Wisconsin. If I we- eat this, can I eat chicken for dinner? Uh, it's a six-hour cheese. Uh, so uh, you will have, and I will oh, not have. Oh, no. I know. But did you send me this? Did you send me this? Yes. So then I have it in my fridge. Okay. All right. I haven't opened it yet. Gabby, Gabby are you having fleischix or milk for dinner? Undecided. I'll take it for the go. Okay. Because I also want to. Ah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a better, b- bigger piece. <laughs> so this this cheese, this was, there was a reason I saved this for last. Mm. It's just incredible, right? Wow. It's got... It's got umami, nuttiness, umami, umami, and nuttiness. Umami is like that that other sense, that other flavor, I'm a little bit sad. Of like a euphoric uh, taste, you know, that makes you want more. But anyway, it comes because there are crystals in here. The um, oh. yeah, the crystals, the amino right acids, and the proteins crystallized like they mm. do with a good cheese. Oh. So this is a three-year age. But cheese. It looks amazing. I'm gonna have mine. I'm gonna have mine. You can't wait till uh, yeah. what, what six hours from uh, uh, five hours. So we, you do what you. Between milkings and flashings. Uh-huh. So I wait five hours in a minute. And, that, you know, we were recording this, as you guys know, on a Thursday afternoon. I will not be waiting five hours to eat dinner. Okay. Delicious. And we spent time pairing the right wines with the right cheese. and yeah, They met beforehand to figure this out. And, and we know this stuff a little bit better, but it's also a good example of what you could do on a Thursday night. You could get four bottles of wine, four different cheeses, and you don't have to finish the bottles of wine and you don't have to finish the cheeses, but you can have fun seeing by yourself if I take a bite of this and I take a sip of that, which... Or Shabbos afternoon. Totally. Right. We've got these long Shabbos afternoons now. Shala You're right. Shittas. Malava Malka. Yeah. Also, um, I learned to eat, um, we've got our last minute, I learned to eat um, dolce de leche and cheese from Brent and jam with... With I have to credit, credit my wife. My yes, because she's Argentinian. Yeah, yeah, they do a yeah. lot of dolce. Since they're not having, I can have for them. Yeah, Absolutely. you can have mine. <laughs> Guys, yeah. And then the last thing that I brought, which I didn't even end up opening because we were sort of pressed for time, my, my new fig spread that's made in Switzerland. And it goes terrific with. Is that yours? Yes. Okay, so you can we, leave that for it's, me. It's a yeah, absolutely. It's well, I a, want to try it, this. It's um, an extension of my line. It's called Fine Pairings by the Cheese Guy. I love it. Look at that. Check that out, guys. So, Find him at your local kosher supermarkets at the farmer's market. Follow Brent on Instagram. Follow Carmel Wines. Carmel Winery, 1882. 1882. And uh, there's a bunch of underscores in yeah. it as well. So look out for that. Amazing. Thank you so much for both of you for being on my show. This was incredible. I had so thanks. much fun. Thanks for We're going to continue yeah, Yom for celebrations us. into Shabbat. We're going to make hummus boards and have all kinds of fun. Um, Hag Sameach, everybody. Hag Sameach. Shabbat Shalom. We've got music sponsored by our friends at Kedem. Right up until Lichbenching. This is Table for Two. Wishing you all Shabbat Shalom. Great shows next week too. Take care.